What's up, guys? Welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast. We have two special guests in the house, man. The roommates. Let's get into it, baby. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast. We're here with two special guests, the roommates, man. Uh, real quick, quick announcements. Uh, guys, patreon.com slash freshfit, where you guys can see all the exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff of me, Frank Castling, these girls that are disrespectful, <laughs> right? Uh, to include, well, no, we had to take that one off. It was almost too hot. But if yeah. you want to see that video of us kicking a porn star off, get on the Patreon, possibly. We might have yep. it there for you. And then the other thing, uh, what else? Uh, Anchor, Spotify, guys. We're on every single podcast play, uh, I guess, playlist, right? Would that be what it would be called? Pretty much platform. every platform. Yeah, Spotify, platform. Apple, yeah. um, Google, iHeartRadio, everywhere, guys. We're out here like boners through gray sweatpants. And then also merches and stores, sweaters, t-shirts. Um, and you guys can also get the skull shirt that I have when, when you know when women flick on dates, I punish bad behavior with the skull because we are all Frank Castle here when these girls fuck up. And also get the free ebook, guys. I'm plugging for Matrix and Fitness and Game. But without further ado, guys, welcome to the show. Yo, what's back, on, man? What up, what up, what up, what up? Y'all had porn stars and Mike with, with the Cat Williams. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, man. yeah. How'd, you, how'd you like the uh, late night show last night? It was dope. Nah, it was dope, man. I had a good time. It was yeah. fun, you know, especially when women make a fool of themselves. <laughs> Oh man, exactly. Hafiz was preaching, man. Yeah, Pastor Hafiz in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, for the people that were watching, like me and Fresh were like, we had we had our little we masks like, on and we were waiting for like, okay, okay, we, we we just hit 4K. We're gonna wait here and tell them to like the video. And they kept going. I was like, damn, my arms about to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, damn, they're still going. <laughs> no, that brother gets preaching. It's over. Yeah, not yeah. Let him roll. No, no, no. It was good though because we're yeah. actually gonna uh, I've gotten a lot of requests from people already, man. Uh, our YouTube guys here, he's he's seen the comments too. Shout out to Tom. And we yeah. guys, we guys, we got the team in the back, by the way. We got yeah, Tom, Tom, our YouTube guy, we got Trey, and we got Chris, Chris. aka Dr. Dre, man, making things happen, making sure the audio is crispy and the video switches correctly. But um, we got a lot of comments saying, Hey man, you guys need to clip that part where have to talk with that girl. And the, I think the good thing is is that. A lot of women think the way she does. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They just won't say it, but like a lot of women think that way. So it's, uh, I think it's good for people to be able to put that uh, information out there because let's keep it a stack, bro. Most girls are lost, man. Like there. And the funny part is, even though he was hitting all the right points, she just couldn't take it. She was like, no, nah, but what about this? Yeah. Nothing penetrated her brain, bro. I feel like, I yeah. feel like, you know, <laughs> but uh, guys, um, uh, for the people that might not know who you guys are, they've been living under a rock. Uh, can you guys introduce yourselves to the people and tell us uh, about your guys' selves? Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, we started a long time ago, back in 2017. You know, Fees, how I was introduced to him was kind of crazy. You know, he just kind of showed up to the house. They was like, hey, Chris, we got this guy. He's going to pull up. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, he's going to stay for the weekend. I'm like, dang, he got to stay the whole weekend. <laughs> we don't know this guy. They was yeah. like, nah, Chris, you're, you're reading his book. Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean I'm reading his book? He can have his book back if yeah, he really yeah, wanted. Yeah. They was like, nah, read the cover of the book. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This, brother, this brother's talented. So we came and we started talking, man. And so you guys met through a mutual friend? Yeah, yeah we okay. met through a mutual friend. And okay. like I said, we had similar interests, similar problems, and we were just really talking. 
chopping it up. And it was like, man, a lot of guys probably going through what we going through. We yeah. need to share a platform. So Fee spearheaded it. Mm-hmm. And when he spearheaded it, I fell in love with it. Honestly, I had never heard of a podcast that he brought it up. Mm-hmm. I, to yeah. this day, I'm really not a podcast listener yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I love talking. I love conversation. I love learning as well. Yeah. So being around that, get to do it for a living. You know, it's blessing, but I'll let Fees take over the, the rest of the story. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, I think he hit most of the, the points, man. So he's been doing the show since 2017 and it's and been evolving different seasons of different seasons of the show. You know, the ups and the downs, just, you know, trying to find more creative ways, more innovative ways to be entertaining. Also to be, you know, educational, enlightening, yep. all that good stuff. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah, man, we've been at it for going on five years and just want to just keep on doing it every doing it better every year. Um, something struck me, man. So yesterday, uh, I know you were on with Alpha Male Strategy. Shout out to him. Yeah, you guys were on with him, and I was listening to uh to you speak to him, and you were talking about how uh you guys had started with like a hundred listens, like yeah. in January 2017, and then down November 2017, you guys were down to 60. Yeah, so you guys actually regressed. Yeah, and uh, you read Gary V's book, and it made you like change your whole perspective. Can you talk to us about that? Because I think a lot of people, you know, they feel like okay, the grind is there, the grind is there, but no one really talks about grinding hitting something and then falling off and regressing and how to come back from that yeah, yeah no i think to me the ebbs and flows of life is is, is what really gets people um mm-hmm. is what knocks people out because it's easy when you're experiencing tangible results to keep going right yeah so like if i'm in the gym every single day and let's say you know my bench max is 100 pounds and mm-hmm. the next thing i know is 105 110 150 120 mm-hmm. it's easy for me to keep it going mm-hmm. but what eventually happens is, is what happens to, if one week it gets down to 115 yeah. And not only that, what happens for the next four months, you're stuck at 115. How many people are going to be in the gym giving that type of effort, the energy, that 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 zeal, that enthusiasm when you're stagnant? Yeah. And so for me, that's what happened, man. Like I said, we started the podcast January 2017, doing about 100, 150, 100 um, listens per episode. And Got, this was on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Okay. Spotify wasn't doing podcasts at that current time. Okay. So, yeah. So we were doing it at that time. And then all of a sudden in November, we were down to like 70 listens. Holy crap. So, um, you know, the audience kind of dissipated, you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. so one of the biggest things for me was I was just like, dang, like what's going on? One of our homies was like, man, like, dude, we kind of, we kind of suck. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. We need to give up. And so at that point I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of felt down. I was like, yo, I want to give up. I want to, you know, put, um, put a towel in, watch the interview with Gary V on the breakfast club. First time ever hearing Gary V at that time was really inspired, started reading, doing some more research about him. Eventually read his book, mm-hmm. Crush It, read the book. It really changed my life. It changed my entire mindset going into creating content moving forward and eventually, you know, started applying those things to the podcast bit by bit. And to me, it was always the idea of whenever you hit that wall, find new ways of innovating, find new ways of, you know, achieving the results that you want. So been doing that for the past couple of years. And whenever we hit those walls, we've hit many walls on this journey. Mm-hmm. We've always had to find a unique way to innovate. You have to break, yeah. break through it and yeah. keep, keep it going. Yeah. Cause I feel like, dude, like with YouTube, what I've noticed is that, like, when you, I don't know what it is with the algo, but like, once you hit like certain thresholds, they start like purposely suppressing you to see how you adapt to it. Cause, like, I remember like from about 7K to 10K was a grind, but as soon as we hit 10K, it started flying again. Mm-hmm. And then once we hit like around 30, 40K, it started slowing down again. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we're able to get another push. So, um, yeah, man, it, it's definitely, you know, everyone talks about, oh, yeah, work hard, work hard, but no one tells you what should you do when you actually regress. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess, what, so what was your biggest takeaway from reading that book? Man, I think Gary V's point that really stood out to me was 
if you want to live a one percent life you have to put in work only one percent of men will put in yeah and so to me it was okay are you doing everything in your power to be successful yeah are you literally doing everything? Yeah. So what ended up happening Thanks. was I realized that Gary Vee was like, the thing about the internet is that you can actually find your audience. Yep. See, back in the day, if you were, you know, doing radio or doing whatever it may be, you would have to maybe go to certain places to be able to directly talk to your consumer, right? Mm -hmm. But nowadays with the internet, you can actually access your consumer directly by, you know, different chat rooms, different, you know, Twitter threads and stuff like that. So what I did was while I was at work, I would spend at least 16 to 17 hours a day. And what I did was I went on Twitter. So if you go, if you go to search.twitter.com, what you can do is you can type in certain keywords, mm -hmm. podcast suggestion, podcast recommendation, looking for new podcasts, podcast in Houston, podcast in New York City. And you can type in all these rec uh, these um, keywords. So whenever someone types in that keyword, all of a sudden uh, that you'll get a notification. Mm. So whenever someone tweeted that, so for a good six or seven months, every time someone tweeted those phrases, I would respond to them with our podcast. Yep. And so I did that. And then I found other people like, well, Gary V, whenever someone talks about Gary V, whenever someone talks about the Breakfast Club. So I did that for six or seven months. So it was it was those things where it's like, if if you're trying to break into a really difficult market, are you doing everything in your power to be able to be successful? And that's the thing that most guys are not willing to do. Dude, that's yeah. fantastic because um Gary V talks about uh how he would be on Twitter and he would respond to every single person yeah. that like uh messaged him and he like just respond, respond. So, you know, obviously, as we all know, social media, the name of the game is engagement. Yeah. And, you know, if you engage with the audience enough, they're going to mm -hmm. keep pushing you through the algo. I mean, obviously, this was a little bit before, like when Twitter was more popular. But, yeah, man, that's that's uh, that's that's a that's a Gary Vee uh, thing right there. And you guys interviewed him on your show, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like? So. So, man, I got I to even tell that story. Because, yeah. Tell, like, tell us. <laughs> so what ended up happening was, you know, so November of 2000 and was 18, November 2018, we're at 60 listens. Listen to Gary V stuff, and I and I changed a lot of things when it came to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Eventually, by January, we're at four hundred. Wait, wait, real quick. So you were at twenty sixteen listens, sixty listens in November twenty seventeen, yeah. and then you guys were and a year later. You guys are up only ten, and you're still pushing. So I'm sorry, no, twenty seventeen, same year. Oh, it was the same year. Yeah. Okay, okay. So then okay. January twenty eighteen, we went from we were at four hundred. Okay, yeah. nice. Okay, yeah. so we we had a good jump. Yeah, and so what happened was Gary V posted, "I'm gonna be in Houston because was the Super Bowl." Super Bowl. He's coming down to some Super Bowl. That stuff. was Matt Ryan Super Bowl. Yeah. Debacle. Tom Brady came back. That was that Super Bowl. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So yeah. Gary yep. Vee was like, I'm gonna be in Houston. If you're if you're a small business owner in Houston, I'd love to connect. Oh. So I was blowing this. Yeah. Man. I was like, I'm Never heard back from him. Never heard back from his people. He had a guy. His guy was his name was Nick. That he, he said, reach out to Nick. So I DM Nick. I tweeted at Nick. I did everything. Couldn't get in contact with Nick. Yeah. And so I have this thing now. Where, well, back in the day, where if I want to get in contact with somebody, I kind of like begin to guess them, guesstimate their email address because every company has a specific email template, right? It's so whatever it is at Vayner Media, whatever it is at yeah. Fresh and Fit, and usually it's going to be their first and last name, their first name or their first initial dot last name. So I just said, you know what? I'm gonna send like seven different emails to this Nick guy. And using this Vayner Media email address, letting him know that I wanted to get Gary on the show. Yeah. Eventually, Nick got back to me. He was like, "Hey, man, um, appreciate you reaching out to me, but unfortunately, Gary is booked at this time, so he won't be able to come on your show. But thanks for reaching out." I was like, "Damn!" There yeah. goes my shot. Yeah. Yeah. So literally, what happened was the day Gary V was supposed to come to Houston, I saw him tweet, "I'm I'm in Houston." And then when he not only did he tweet that he was in Houston, he also was um sh on somebody else's show 
and the show was going on live. Yeah. And I was like, damn it, man. That was yeah. supposed to be me. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 my show. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if we could find out where that show was? Mm. So I went on the show's website and it turned out that the show was actually based in a coffee shop that just that recently opened on the, like the, what was it? South, South Side of Tired? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, bro, I literally hit up Chris. I said, bro, I think I know where Gary V is. And I'm like, what are we doing? Let's talk about it. Oh, oh, man. Man. Let's do it. So, this was yeah. like Let's super late. Too. This yeah. was like on a Tuesday at like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, middle of the work week. This wasn't no, you know, it wasn't convenient whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we pull up to South Houston, and this is gentrified part of town, so yeah. everything yeah. is shut down. Like, there was yeah. there was no lights everywhere, and I was just like, damn, we got played because Gary V obviously isn't here. Next thing I know, right before we leave, I see in the corner of a, of a room a window open, and a light is like, Shining through the window, I walk up to the window. Gary V's head's outside, and then start inside the window. Mm. Me and Chris sat out there for an hour yeah. and a half. He actually still has a, a video of it on Snapchat, where literally we were outside, like, "Yo, man, this is our shot with Gary V." Da, 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 da. You know, we got to <laughs> make this happen. Yeah, Gary V pulls up. I was like, "Yo, Gary, I love you." This stand in the third. We got to get you on the show. Let's make it happen. He said, "I, I got you, man. Tomorrow I'll get you on the show." Next day, you know, hit him up tomorrow because he gave me one of his boys' phone number. Hit him up the next day. He said Gary V left town. He, he's sorry he wouldn't be he wasn't able to do it, but he promised you if not today, if not tomorrow, if not next year, eventually, right? Eventually, do it. Yeah. And so, literally, for the next three months, I was consistent, persistent, always following up, always hitting them up. Which I love. I love you guys as you're persistent because it reminded me. Yeah, of we're myself. persistent with the roommates. We're like, yeah. we need you guys on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jam's work. Yeah, I love it. So I was persistent, and then one day. Uh, it's funny because we were, we were going to interview Andrew Schultz and Taylor Rooks in New York City, and it's surreal. And I was like, yo, can you guys make it happen? And he said, man, you know what? I'll make it happen for you. And then what was it, May of 2018? It was, it was June. June. Yeah, 2018. Yeah. We went to New York. I think it was, what, on a Monday? Because yeah. I remember being at like a family reunion, and I left with where I was at to go catch a flight to New York. We in the middle of Harlem. <laughs> my first time in New York, I didn't know what was going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a country boy. Up there. And then like, not only that, we in somebody's Airbnb in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Brother, I'm like, yeah, man, City, I'll, I'll stay in the back. You know what I mean? I won't bother y'all. Y'all won't bother me. Peace and love, right? <laughs> only in New York City, bro. Only in New York all, City. Only in New York City, bro. So we was there, and like we pulled up there. I, I don't know. Super early in the morning, but we waited for at least two hours. Yeah. I'm like, listen, man, listen, Gary got to respect my time. <laughs> <laughs> what he got going on? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And man, we finally got in that room. I think what we had like 25 minutes. Yeah, with him, and we just set the cameras up. I think we had to set up in like five, like we had 30 minutes total, including setup time. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. So we we you know we're a portable podcast, yeah, brother. Yeah. Yo, you know, and, I mean? and let's talk about that real quick. It wasn't until, because as you guys know, me and Fresh are newer to the YouTube game. Uh, you know, we were professionals prior to this, uh, you know, in the, in the real, in the world, right? And um, I have a new appreciation for production value. Yeah. And now that we have our studio here and everything like that, and I know what goes into like running a shore mic correctly yeah. and everything else that goes with it, the video, switching angles, editing, all that stuff. Dude, I have like a r- real deep respect for you guys because I've watched your like shows that you guys did with people. And you, the, the ability to be able to have high quality podcasts like you guys do video um, while traveling is is amazing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And unless you're a content creator, you would never know. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the struggle of having a mobile 
uh, podcast setup and like bringing that to different places with you, running the mics correctly, making sure the audio is good, uh, having a backup audio, doing the video, making sure the cameras have dummy batteries, all that stuff. Yep. Like it's just, yeah, man. So that's something that a lot of people aren't going to like notice unless they're content creators. So like I always like kind of applaud you guys for that because Appreciate you guys that. get big interviews with big people and you guys are willing to travel and bring your podcast with you and make it happen at a high level. Yeah. 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 Also, I forgot to that as well. One thing I point out, Hafiz and, and, and um, Chris, is that you guys are master networkers. Because, For example, right? Even us on the show right now, yeah, yeah. getting guests on the show is tough because it's obviously tough, they're man. high profile, they're doing their stuff. In fact, like you never gave up and you went to a spot. Like, for example, I've done that before, right? Mm-hmm. I see a celebrity guest. They say, hey, I'm in Miami. I'm at this spot. I don't care what I'm doing, bro. I'll start what I'm doing. I'll pull it to that spot. I talk to them one-on-one. Yeah. And I may not get the, the guests right there and then, but like you said, persistence. And that goes for anything in life. You want to make it somewhere? You want to connect with somebody? Don't give it. Don't don't give up the first time. Keep trying because you never know when it's gonna you know make it work. So that's very well said. One hundred percent, man. And, mm-hmm. and I think that to me is the theme mm-hmm. of just my life. You know what I mean? Is that that constant persistence? Yeah. Because when you, especially if you want something, it's it's not meant to be easy. Mm-hmm. And as we get into the dating stuff and all this other stuff, that's why I think so much of the conversation, especially in the men's space, is wrong. Yeah. Because you got to understand that. Like the spoils go to the victors, yeah, right, Facts. yeah, and then, and, and not yep. only that, but to be a victor, it takes you being better than everybody else. Facts, not you know? just better. You have to like be head and shoulders above them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the thing is like with men, it's like it's not good enough to be good enough. Nah, yeah. not it's really all. not good enough. And to also, be good hard work beats talent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yep, easily. Yes. Yeah. So you think about us, like with all the guests that we have. Remember, we come from no media. A lot of people, no disrespect to all my friends in this space, they come from, you know, media. What's up, guys? Myron Gaines here, one half of the Fresh Fit podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Backgrounds. Yeah. They had connections. Exactly. We knew nobody. Yeah. You know, every single guest, there was no, hey, can you call so-and-so to ask them to come on the show? Hey, you know, I got this job. Like, it was everything. We had to build every single relationship. We had to network with every single person. And so, to me, I just think it's that's one of the things that separates our show. When you really break it down, like, how we were able to build everything, especially traveling. Yeah. Like, Chris talked about it all the time, but, yeah. but we have to go places. And they say you have five minutes to set all this up. And it, and it, and the longer it takes you to set up, that that goes into your that yeah, goes into your, your yeah that eats time. away into your time yeah, yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah so and like guys running these microphones even though they're phenomenal microphones they're not easy you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. like you got you you're gonna need a cloud lifter you're gonna need to connect it to a, a backup and all this other stuff you got you're gonna have a board like it, it's yeah. not easy to do this guys so like, to be able to set up that quickly is like yeah. Yeah. and I'll say one thing you can't run a podcast without networking because Facts. Yeah. you could do it one on one with your ball all the time. But you need to have guests on that actually had higher value. Yeah. So you're right, um, man. So, uh, yeah, let's hit these super chats real quick because I got a question for uh, Hafiz here in a second. Okay. Right. So, uh, Ricky Webster, $10. Enough respect to Fresh and Fit and the roommates French Toast Props do. Thank you so much, you, Ricky. Ricky. That's the Appreciate first you, uh, super chat right there. So, Cal L, $20. Thank you, uh, the roommates, for being on the show today. And last night's was epic. Hafiz versus Miss Israel to Chris's e- ending statement on helping men, thus helping women. Lastly, the FNF Ninja Watchers skit. Oh, oh yeah, like the Ninja Watchers. Yeah, we got these masks on deck, bro. <laughs> Cal L, special shout out to producer Chris and sound engineer Trey. Hey, man, support to them, guys, because, yep. you know, they're in the back working. 
the video and sound quality from last night's table was excellent. This is why FNF is the number one dating podcast in the world. Yeah, big facts. Don't. Uh, you, I hope you guys don't hate us for saying that. We are the number one womanizers. Uh, the next factor, uh, five dollars. Yesterday's episode was fire. Hafiz gave Israel the business, bro. That yep. was great. We're gonna that click great. that. Uh, Steve Harvey, five dollars. Young brothers, I like the talent. I like the effort, but I'm gonna need y'all to be nicer to the ladies and make sure y'all tune into the family feud tonight. <laughs> yeah, Steve, Harvey. <laughs> Steve, Harvey. Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey, thank you, Steve Harvey. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Ty Tuner, yeah, we got we got great people that make a bunch of names. Yeah. Uh, Keyboard, the great work, gentlemen. Ty Tuner, thank you so thank much, you, brother. CK Hafiz, thank you so thank you very much by using the King Solomon quote from the book of Proverbs on what high-value men want specifically in a non-quarrelsome woman. Yeah, that was actually excellent. That's fire. Uh, the book Proverbs has a lot of wisdom on women. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm Muslim, and I even know that quote. So I was like, hey, hey, here we go. Uh, Tony Montana, what's your t thoughts on top, fit, feminine, friendly women choosing a guy before he becomes high-value? Then after he becomes high-value, she asks him to remain monogamous. Does a man like this owe her? That's actually Ooh, that's a good a question. question. Chris, can we make a note of that one to answer that one uh, later on? Yeah, sure. Uh, and then we got Nick Brusky, $10. I'm a married RP fan of yours. I love the real estate video you guys did yesterday. Thank you so much. Uh, I just put an offer for that house, guys. So if we do close on it, I'm going to give you guys the numbers on that one as well because as you guys know, me and Fresh are both real estate guys. Uh, about to buy my first live, live in duplex with an FHA to start building my kingdom. Hey, hey shout hey, to FHA, time, man. Time to start finessing, nigga. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got uh, Jeffrey, Williams. Uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Williams, $25. Need to pay my taxes on this one. A collab between the two podcasts that have had the most profound impact of my life during my RP awakening and self-improvement journey. Keep up the great work. Awesome, Thank Jeffrey. you so much, Jeffrey. Nick Bresky, $5. I use this same strategy to get in touch with Corey Lewandowski to become one of the original paid staffers for Donald Trump in 2015. Bang, bang, oh, bro. Yeah, go, man. man. You got you to gotta be relentless. This is MAGA country. <laughs> oh, they're still coming in. Uh, real quick, Cali Papa Trunks, 20 hours. So many years of crab in the bucket syndrome back in the days. It's good to see young brothers being positive and productive and working together. Keep it. Absolutely. Facts. Um, we, yeah, we don't hit anybody in the spirit, nah, bro, man. Like, we just work. Even guys that we disagree it's, with. It's business. If you're teaching guys how to become better, whether it's with women, uh, finances, whatever. Even yeah. if we don't agree with you, we're not gonna necessarily like bash you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's stupid because we already get hit hit on enough in this community. Whether you're a PUA dating coach, uh, you know, self male self improvement, whatever it is, they're gonna come after you. These toxic womenists, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Warrior Son of Wanderer, ten dollars. Was editing my first video a few hours ago. Not as lucrative as a podcast, but the production process is messy. If you don't know what you're doing, absolutely, yeah. bro. That's why I have this like, is a full time job and full time production. And we got fourteen hundred plus live viewers. Guys, yep. like the video, comment, subscribe, because I don't want to put this mask on again. It guys, makes me sweat. a thousand more subs, and we're at 70K, guys. Yeah. So please, sub to the channel, guys. We appreciate you, and let's do it. Okay. We're at 10 bucks now, Super Chats. Uh, yeah, yeah, 10 bucks yeah, enough, yeah. yeah, guys, so, so we don't, like, cut into it too much. So, uh, Hafiz, question, man, because mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you were saying that you guys don't have a uh, – that's my little Batman transition. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, what did you guys do prior to, to YouTube? Because uh, you were saying that you guys didn't really have a background in media. So, like, what did you guys do um, before? So, I was an education. Okay. Yeah, Were you a teacher? Yeah, I was a teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was hey, teacher. I was shut teacher up. For five years. It's perfect. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what, what, uh, what group? So I did kids? every age group. So I did, oh, I did like legit, <laughs> like I did preschool. Oh, I did preschool. I did um after school for elementary school. I would did seventh grade history, eighth grade, seventh grade Texas history, eighth grade U.S. history, and then I did um um United States government in eleventh grade. So no, no boy, I literally, I literally did. <laughs> All hey, it, I yeah. bet you get paid a lot more now, huh? Oh, yeah, definitely <laughs> a lot more now. And, and so for me, that's why I say when it comes to the men's space, like, I, like this is who I am. Yeah, I've been living this for a long time before, like, all this was popular, before all this was cool. Like, 
So when people are like, oh man, like you, you know so much. I'm like, bro, like this is my life. It's been yeah. my life for the past 11 years. Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot of hands-on stuff. And so now a lot of the information, you know, that I'm like, I've taught for years. Now I'm like teaching it on YouTube. And so one of the dopest parts about the show is I have kids who I knew when they were 12 years old, who are now like 19, 20 years old, who now watch the stuff. Nice. And it's like, bro, we've been together for a long time. You remember I was telling you this when you were a kid. So to me, that's why I say like, like this space is a little, little personal to me. It's not just like for clicks or for views or because it's training. Like this has been my life yeah. for a long period of time. You've been an educator pretty much your whole yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, especially for young men. And so that's that's why like I get excited about what's going on now because back in back in the day, there was none of this. Yeah, you know, facts. I mean, there was none of this. And how old are you for the people so they know? I'm 30. Okay, yeah. so yeah, you're, so you're, yeah, I'm a year older than you. I'm 31. What about you, Chris? 27. 27, okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then Fresh is 28. It's 28 because so there's no place the for men to go to like, learn this stuff. Yeah. So us, our platforms are like huge because guess what? Guys that are like 1920, where do they go? They come to us. So, yeah. Chris, yeah. what about you? What did you yeah, do? Yeah, man, I was, I had just graduated uh, college. Okay. Basically, when I met Fees, like, you know, under a year, and I was doing financial planning. I had no okay. business <laughs> getting out financial <laughs> advice like that. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was my passion. You know, I seen what money do to marriages and, you know, homes, yeah. and I had a passion for helping people. And I knew that, you know, I, I wanted to choose the area and I chose finance at that time. So that was something I was really passionate about, making sure, you know, people around me was at least had some basic financial knowledge. It's crazy right. how the education system and I, I mean, you came from it like they just don't teach people how to be fiscally responsible like yeah. at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, let's learn about Christopher Columbus, you know, 1492 <laughs> sailed the ocean blue. Right. <laughs> but it's like, all right. Uh, do you know what credit and debits are? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, also a big part of getting girls is having your financial foundation in place because for example if you can't pay for dinner if you can't take her out if you can't have a good time then bro you're gonna suffer yeah. you, you, be with you, gotta, yeah. you gotta get yourself together brother. yeah exactly yeah. and and that makes sense uh so um why you're like so well spoken and you can convey your ideas well is because you're a teacher so like yeah. you just know how to convey it to people in a way that they can understand because here's the thing yesterday's show which you guys should catch it if you missed it uh you know uh hafiz and miss israel had a very myra had a very good debate um, but he was like speaking a lot of facts and you were, put, and here's the thing. She was understanding what you were saying. It's just that she just, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta rebut this cause I don't want to lose on yeah, camera or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But I think, uh, the way you put it out there, she was definitely able to understand. Cause I think one of the biggest things is a lot of women aren't able to, uh, get the perspective from the male side They yeah. they'll, they'll hear you, but they're not necessarily listening. Right. And yeah. more importantly, they're not comprehending. Yeah. So I think the way you're able to break it down. Uh, is is really good, and that that makes sense that you're that you know you're a yeah. former educator, especially like I said, you gotta think about it. Like first concepts in preschool really teach you how well you will really expose how well you can teach. Yeah, like imagine teaching somebody what opposites are. Oh, how would you explain shit. that? Yeah, what is it, what is an opposite? I don't know where to start. You know, so the idea yeah. is that a lot of people they have no basic foundation to the information same way you're teaching in seventh grade you know so what you realize is that you have to you have to communicate and not in a condescending way that makes them feel dumb but you have to break it down as simply and as concise as possible but also you got to keep the rhythm and the conversation flow so even for me when you notice when i talk i always ask somebody questions yeah because yeah. it's easy Socratic to, method yeah so so there's a lot of the different things in education that really benefited me in regards to just being able to get in this men's space so that's what's yeah. been helpful so i gotta know y'all are just move right so I got I got, I got to figure this out. So at what moment did you get uh, I would say RP awakening from dating? Like what girl said like you know what damn this girl really made me change my mind. I can't be this nice or this like easy with girls. I gotta be on point. Yeah. So just tell me your experience like with a girl that changed your your mindset. Mm. 
<laughs> Where do I begin? I would say my like the last two uh women really spoke a lot, a lot to me. And I realized just even the first one, you know, I can fight a relationship. When I truly want something and truly desire to um to be with that person, I know I have the ability to fight, even though I'm not getting what I need out of the relationship. It's an unhealthy position, and I understand that now and realizing that. But I realize like I will fight for this as long as you fight with me as well. Mm-hmm. So that taught me a lot. And I, and I realized I wasn't just getting the things that I need. You know, I was just, you know, making her happy, trying to always prove myself. Mm. And when you're in that position, you know, she's basically wearing the pants in the family. Yep. You know, constantly proving yourself over and over again is never a healthy spot, no matter who the person is. Facts. So when Especially I, I, as a man. 100%. Yeah. So when I learned that with her, then the second one is like this one, I had a little status, a little, little clout, you know. So this one didn't make any sense why you treat me like this. You know, why are you pushing me away or why are you always rescheduling? Why you don't truly admire me? Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, like, just because, you know, they like you or they'll give you a chance. There's a different level that you a woman needs to have when she's trying to be with you. Respect. Respect Facts. and that desire, mm-hmm. like Facts. that legit desire, that burning desire always to be around you and not try to change you, not trying to uh, make you go off your purpose. Facts. But somebody that's willing to understand that you have a kingdom. And I am so happy to be here and to support you. And I want to have sex with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know Very important. Right? So that's when I realized, yeah. like, okay, that's why I need, and, and need out of a woman. If it's not there, then that woman's not into me at all. Facts. So those two things taught me a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah, now I think for me, me and Chris's journeys are very different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris was prom king in high school. Yeah, I was I cool. Okay. I've been cool to prom. He was a cool king. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. You know, Chris, I'm blessed you know, with <laughs> Chris was, had the hottest girl in high school, wanted him in his 11th grade. It that, is what it that is, was man. not my story. I hate these light skin dudes, bro. Shout out to them, bro. Shout out to Drake. That, that's, when, Drake. that's when we was at our peak. We yeah. had Drake, we yeah. had Chris Brown, we had Trey Songz. <laughs> I can't help that read the benefit. I'll, I'll tell you this, though. There's a bunch of dark people in here, bro. So uh, we, we, <laughs> we have to hey, get man. our revenge. My dark skin's winning now. Yeah. <laughs> now, y'all but, uh, definitely got the position now. Yeah. yeah. So, so to me, I've always said, like, in regards to my journey, I've always I've been that athlete who was just really bad, but had to learn all the fundamentals. Mm. You know, I was just, I was naturally not good. I'm naturally not good with women. Mm, so okay. because of that reason, I have to learn yes. the fundamentals to the T. And so, Bro, I, was facts, always, so I was always curious about what could I do? So I was always interested in self-improvement. Mm-hmm. So like I said, back in the mystery days, I would yeah. I would read the books and hear the stories and go on the on That's the what put room. me on too, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we do have a lot of similarities. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, keep yeah, going, yeah. sorry. You know, when I, I told me and my, my homie Francis, there was a show called The um the Pickup Artist with Mystery. Yeah, like in MTV. that's what I watched yeah, too yeah, back yeah, in 07, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So woke me up. Yeah, so, <laughs> so to me, um, it was always I struggled. And I was failing. And so it was years of just constantly, year by year, learning something different, adding a new tweet, reading a new book, listening to a new person. Mm -hmm. So to me, it was always an awareness of self. But one of the most pivotal moments that happened, I think it was in 2000 and what year did I meet you? 17? Met me in 16. 16. So I actually moved to Houston for a girl. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Stupid. Sorry. Okay. I got you. Wait till you get the full story. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I got another so, six nine soundbite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So hundred percent. So um, I moved to Houston for a girl because 
I I lived under the faulty premise that most men live with the Disney Channel philosophy and yeah, ideology yeah, yeah, that if you keep on working, if you keep on trying, <sighs> she'll want you. And you got to remember my background. This is who I am. Yeah. So it's not bad. I'm a persistent person. What's your family background real quick? I think. Nigerian. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Shout out to my Nigerian yeah. brothers. Yeah. So, so I mean, I want to get too lost into the story, but yeah. my whole life has been persistence has got me to where I am today. Yeah. So I didn't understand the concept that with women, that's the wrong, that's the worst possible thing. Yeah. Facts. So I moved to Houston because I was like, well, this is girl I really want. And like everything in life, I keep on trying hard enough. I will get her. Yeah. And so that was one of the things that really helped, especially during my journey is realizing that premise being faulty and shifting it to a healthier one really transformed my life. Yeah, man. I mm. Dude, you hit the nail on the head with that one because I feel like men are taught from a young age, hey, the harder I work, the more I'm going to get back, right? Yeah. You, if you, you know, the fruits of your labor, right? Mm. If you work really hard at something, you're going to get it back times 10. The one endeavor that always actually, it's actually counterproductive and going to hurt you is with women. Yes. The more you invest into women, the more you're going to lose. Mm -hmm. But guys are merit-based. Like if I just keep working harder, I should get more and then I'm going to get more. I'm just going to buy her more flowers. I'm going to give her more attention. I'm going to give her more time. And it's like, all you're doing is actually making her more repulsed by you because you're trying so hard. And I think a lot of guys don't learn this until it's like too late or they get their heart stomped out that yeah. that's not the way you apply to women. Everything I noticed, like everything in life that you learn when you deal with women, goes out the window. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. working hard, being a nice guy, all that other stuff. Like, you can't do that, you know? Yeah, yeah and also, like, you can't be qualified to teach if you've never been through it. Yeah. For example, all the guys are like, oh, I never failed with a girl. I always got, like, eight grades with girls. Yeah. I never failed. Bro, how can you teach somebody else how to deal with girls if you've never been through the, the rough? You know what I'm saying? 100%. You gotta, go through the roof. Yeah. you gotta be. Yeah, like, similar yeah. to what you said, mm -hmm. that's why, in my opinion, Eric Sprostra will always be a greater basketball coach than LeBron James could ever be. Mm. Because LeBron James, he's 6'8, 270. Like basketball, is, I'm not denying he put in work, but come on, man. Yeah. For you to take with Michael Jordan, that's why Michael Jordan was always a bad, like, because yeah. it's, it's so natural yeah. to you. But mm -hmm. guy like Eric Spolstra, who has no talent, he had to learn every single thing. And so for me, I agree 100%. I'm, yeah, and, yeah. And I'm transparent with the guys. I'm like, bro, like, I had to learn everything everything yeah. i am not naturally good one of my favorite movies of all time is hitch i had no guy in no game with no yeah. guy no game there's no girl so i had to learn and so to me that's why when it comes to men it's like i'm really passionate about like giving them tangible advice from my past experiences because like you said so many men just don't have this information yeah is naturals are, are the worst teachers bro yeah because yeah. because if a guy like if you're trying to teach someone especially from zero and you had to start from zero, you can walk with them because yeah, you right. were in those steps. But if you were natural, you can't speak to that. You know? It's a movie called uh, How to Be a Player by B B Bill Bellamy. That's okay. a really good movie because yeah. like he goes through like step by step how to avoid getting finessed by girls and how to play girls so you get, get what you want, basically. But it's a very good movie. Yeah. How to be a player. I'll hit these yeah. super chats real quick. Okay, Wayne, $25. I'm not sure Myra got anything from the discussion with Hafiz. I definitely noticed eye rolls when Myron spoke and she initially liked Hafiz prior to be her being labeled too masculine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, she's cool, bro. She's just very, very argumentative. You know what I'm saying? Which, hey, at least, you know what? I'll give her credit because she yeah. had the balls say what most women exactly, think, but they'll never admit. Uh, Pareto Principle, $10. Why did they name their podcast The Roommate? The oh, that's roommate, very good. We were actually roommates. <laughs> I moved into his house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. We yeah. didn't just name a podcast for no reason. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Like the jailbirds? Like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't yeah. just say a random thing. <laughs> they don't live together anymore, guys. Yeah. No, yeah. we're good now. Yeah. Yeah. Calm down. You're in Houston and you're in Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we got Overdose $10. Shout out to Overdose, man. Guys, go sub to his channel. Shout out to Overdose. Uh, he also deals with the same dilemma that we do of getting girls on your show. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, know, he knows our pain now. Uh, question for all four of you. Have your, have your, has your success made you less monogamous in dating or more? And are you scared of settling down before you reach your most optimal options? Like the video. It's a good question. Guys, it's actually it's a real good question. question. Okay, so we'll start. What was the first question? Basically, Basically it, it's uh, I think he said, it, has are your you, success oh, made you uh, more or less monogamous? monogamous. Oh, no, I mean, I definitely think I was a wild boy from the beginning. <laughs> uh, but I think I actually slowed down more because I, I feel like you have more to lose when you have Damn. success. Yeah, you know, facts. it's just the internet. You can literally ruin your whole legacy by mm. one, you know, tweet, one text. So I think me being more, you know, noticeable now I definitely slowed down. Um, so that's why then the second, I mean, I think there's, you can always literally find somebody that might be more attractive, mm -hmm. you know, no matter how long you wait. Yep. But once you find that right one, that connection, that's something that you got to just hold on to. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's worth more than just the attraction of girls. Cause you know, you got your ride or die. You got yeah. somebody that's going to, and, and you got a chick, right? You. you got like a chick yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so you gotta, I mean, that's, that's something that I have noticed. Cause you know, like, like you said, we I've been through it all. Yeah, I had the girls in high school. Yeah. Then I graduated. I went to college. Wasn't getting that many girls. I had girls in college. Then I left and had none. I yeah, mean, I was yeah, in yeah. Indianapolis <laughs> on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Prom King on Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I had to go. I went backwards. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like having the women, it's like, fam, once you it's it's something that I always cling on to when it says in the Bible, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. I'm telling you, it's a reason why that verse is in there. I think every man needs to experience that versus just, you know, dating forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so the first question, first part of the question was um, success, has success made you more major. or less monogamous? I guess since you have more options, yeah. I'm successful. I, I would say more. And, and so my biggest thing is like there is a life pattern to men who I've noticed experience real success. Mm -hmm. And this things when 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 a guy gets girls. A lot of people can be on the internet and talk about getting girls. Yeah, but facts. when guys actually get girls, especially women of a certain caliber, mm. you hear certain things about him. And one of the things that you will realize is that a lot of times with the baddest chicks, they come with the most headaches. Facts. Oh, oh, bro, hold on. Can we say that one more time? Bomb drop. <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times with the baddest chicks, they come with the most headaches. I'm from Atlanta. And you got to remember, in a place like Atlanta, it's a culture of flexing, of capping, of spending money. Mm. So there's such, so there's such an entitlement. <clears throat> Miami, <laughs> oh, Miami, yeah, such yeah, an yeah. entitlement. So eventually, when you start meeting some of the bad chicks and dating them, and you having sick, whatever you want to do with these chicks, you start. Everybody knows post ejaculation realization facts. Yeah, when that happens, you're like, and you're with certain women. Now all of a sudden, that body. It's not the same anymore. Yeah. Because what happens when you it's like when you don't have it, she's the hottest thing on the block. It's the halo effect, right? Yeah. But when you're actually dealing with bad chicks and you see there's no substance, facts. When you see there's no there's no intelligence, when you see there's just you're just going from guy to guy, and then you start talking like eventually, bro, you start saying, like, man, there's not much out here. Yeah. And so uh, even when I interviewed Ty V, Ty V said the same thing. He said a lot of guys. Eventually, after they really they get some of these top notch 
chicks, they actually stop dealing with them. Yeah, fact. Because yeah. eventually they start valuing other things. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not settling down, I'm just talking about in regards to peace, man. Yeah. yeah in bro. regards to a woman who's peaceful, mm. in regards to a woman who goes on who goes to your a program. And then on top of that, like I said, with the entitlement, like they start, they they will catch fits. Some of these girls will try to fight you physically because they're they're used to being babies. Yes, they're used to doing whatever they want. And because men want sex with them so badly, because men are blowing them up in their DMs, they'll do whatever they want, talk to you anyhow. And they know that at the end of the day, you'll be here. Yeah. So what what I've learned is that, man, like the more I've been in the streets is like, bro, I don't even like those kind of women now. Yeah. I'm the kind of person, you know, when we go to the club and you ain't acting up, I'm gonna tell that girl to go home. Don't yeah. get about it. We're not no no drinks for you. Now give me that bottle. Yeah. Like straight up. Like challenges, bro. I'm serious. Like yeah. I have to share my phone to delete the video because I ain't getting canceled for this. Yeah. <laughs> like there, there's a character yeah. requirement now. Yeah. Because you gotta behave a certain way. And if you don't want to behave somewhere, you got to get out of here, bro. That that's a thousand percent fact. And I'll take yeah. it a step further because we talk about it on our show all the time. Yeah, everyone wants a baddie until they deal with one, bro. Yeah, yep. and and I'm uh, for all you guys out there. If you've dealt with a nine or a ten or even an eight, right? These girls like <sighs> there's levels to it, and like, but the thing is that with them, they're not incentivized to self improve, bro. Like a lot of them are just not. Yeah. Like the most attractive girls have been told since they were a child, "You're a princess. You deserve everything." Blah blah blah, and society reinforces that. From her treatment with what she sees because remember guys we know that women are innately solipsistic right because they're designed to be that way not just for, for themselves word. but their kid yeah, yeah exactly for their child so girls that are attractive take that to the 10th level guys and they, they don't really see the world outside of their own nose so yeah, and here's a big mm-hmm. secret about that too as well right yeah so i've dated a few nights in tens and it's like bro if guys only knew how much stress and trouble that is like for example i used to wonder why do millionaires and these people are successful date girls that are like Six and sevens, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, maybe they can get a nine, a nine or ten. When, when I started dating them, I was like, bro, it makes sense now because, for example, the guy that, that never had it, like, yeah, I want that chick so bad. She's she's on Instagram, looks, looks bad as hell. But when you actually date them, bro, most of them are broke, mm-hmm. uneducated, yeah. and they get everything that they want from other men. Mm-hmm. So when you come to them now, it's like, yo, what can you offer me? And nothing. If you don't, if you don't have that, like, kind of like pleasing mentality towards her, she can she can treat you like trash. Because, for example, think about this, right? Every guy in her life has been giving her stuff exactly. from day one. Exactly. So if you don't do it, bro, yeah, you broke. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So I just say for guys, if you want to date nice and tense, get the experience, but it's no long term. It's not a good fit for you because guess what? A next guy down the road, like let's say tomorrow, let's say you don't do what she, what she wants. The next guy will. And then guess what? In that sense, you're out of the picture. So. Yo, like the video, guys. There's 2,000 plus of you niggas watching right now. Stop being ninja watchers. Is brother like doing? the video right now. Like the video or you will get kidnapped by Fresh and Fit. Like, comment, subscribe. Also, subscribe to the roommates YouTube, YouTube channel, The Roommates, and follow them on Instagram at The Roommates HCX. Right? Yo, real yeah. talk. Yeah. HCX. Yeah. Sub to the channel, niggas. Sub to the channel. Yo, stop being oh, watching. 70k, guys. Yeah. Sub to the channel. Like the video. Okay. By the way, this this shit kind of sucks. Yeah. This yeah. This is hard to breathe in. But yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna transition back to ninja go. mode. Okay, so okay, uh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> who thought of who thought of this idea? <laughs> this guy. What's wrong with you, brother? Because <laughs> yo, we were looking. Yeah. Like, I'll talk about the digit thing real quick. So yeah. we were looking at our YouTube numbers, and we had like seventy percent of our viewers. Our channel, channel. Yeah, man. Yeah. They weren't liking. I was like, yo, you ninja watchers, stop being ninja watchers. Mm-hmm. Like the video, comment, subscribe, and you know, stop being haters. 
Also, guys, subscribe to the Roommates YouTube channel, yes. The Roommates, and follow them on Instagram at The Roommates ATX. Roommates ATX. Right? Roommates ATX. Yep. Yeah, and their yeah. links are below in the description. Yeah. But um, but let me jump yeah, on. Let, yeah, me, please, let me let me please finish to even to that story. Let me tell you yeah. one of my experiences dating a uh, really popular Instagram model. Ooh. So me and her were dating, and we were going through some issues. Long story, so I'm be honest with you, it's my fault. We we're going through some issues, and I say, no, I wanted to surprise her. I knew her favorite artist was The Weeknd. Oh shit! So oh, I was shit. like, you know oh, what? Shit. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna buy her. I'm gonna get some tickets for us to go see the weekend in concert. Right? Okay. I went ahead, bought some tickets. I, at that time, I think the tickets were like four fifty each. So that was like, I think it was twenty five. So that was a lot of money for me. Yeah, like Nine hundred dollars yeah. for yeah. one. That was a lot of money. So I remember, you know, I surprised her. So here's the tickets, like to the weekend. She's like, Oh my gosh, thank yeah. you. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, Oh, where are the seats at? <laughs> And I was like, I don't know. Like, I bought tickets. Like, yeah. it got they, four, four, four bitties. Yeah. They, they must be somewhere nice. Yeah. And she's like, okay, let me let me check it up. She goes online. Mm. She looks up the, the seats and she's like, wow, these seats are kind of far back. And I was oh like, well, Shraggy? But at least we'll be there together, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. We'll be t- there together. So she said, I'm going to try to see if I can get us better tickets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay, if, that, if you feel that passionate about it, no problem. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. The day the concert comes, I'm dressed, yeah, showered, everything ready to go. She calls me. He said, "Hey, um, are you on your way?" I said, "Yeah, I'm about to go. I'm about to get in the car right now. Are you there?" She said, "Yeah, I'm there." I said, "Cool, I'll be there in a little bit." I about to hang up the phone. She said, "Wait, wait one second. And she said, "Oh yeah, so right now, um, I just got to the box office and they have new tickets." Oh, that's great! Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Oh. Like we got dope new tickets. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, but um, there's only one ticket." Oh, I was like, "Dang! Well, I guess we just we sit at my seats." You know, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, one yeah. ticket there, and we got. I got two. We got to go to my seats. Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, but I, I don't like sitting back there for concerts." Oh, oh shaggy, yeah, bro. And then I was like, it's "Looking shaky, man." Just oh, no, like no, the boat really? rocking. Just like yeah. Uh, Really? How dare you? And then she was like, yeah. And she said, but, um, you know, I guess we could go. And I was just like, you know what? If you want to go there, go go, go to your seats. After the concert, we just hang out. So, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Da, 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 da. Cool. Take a nap. Wake up after the concert. Call her. No no call. No, no, no response. Text her. No text back. Damn. Go on her Instagram story. <sighs> I can afford. Oh, Where is she at? The weekend's after party. Oh, man. Yeah. Bro. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Dude, that hurt my soul. Though. Yeah, I, I that, yeah, yeah. It was coming. I was like, damn, where's it going to be at? All I got to say, is, do you simp every day? Often. So for me, yeah. those experiences, so many of them like it's like, yo, that character, man. Yeah. Even what you were, were t- talking about is yeah. like, because the reality of the matter is what I've learned that a lot of these girls experience is that they can do whatever they want mm-hmm. and they will always get what they want. Yeah. So for you to put your foot down, doesn't even work. It doesn't yeah. work because they will say, well, you won't do it, but Chris will. Exactly. Yeah. And if Chris will do it, then he will do exactly. it. Exactly. I'll find so- them out if you ain't going to do it. And so for me, that's when I started realizing the value of you know, kind of that Rollo Ryder die chick, yeah, and a bro. hell yeah kind of girl. I started realizing that value in that kind of woman because though they're the rarest, like when you have a woman like that, it's totally different. 
And so to me, the other chicks that just want the money, they just want the attention, they just want the clout. I don't, I can't stand to be around them anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just yeah. so disgusted by it sometimes. Yeah. And but I tell young men, you got to go through that journey yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not gonna demonize you, I'm not gonna shame you. Do what you do. Yeah. But for me, I've been through that, man, and I and I can't deal with those girls. It's hard. It's you one know? thing to like hear somebody say it, yeah, but until you go through it yourself, it doesn't make sense. Like, yo, she's bad. Why why would you talk to her? But trust me, brothers, when you go through that, like you said, you're going to understand why we say this. Now. There are some experiences that you don't have to necessarily go through to to truly learn. Like, for example, like don't get married to a woman that makes way less than you without a prenup. Right. Like you don't need to experience the pain of divorce to know. But I would say when it comes to like dealing with like very, very attractive girls, that is something that I think every guy needs to go ahead and do at least once in their lifetime. Yep. So they can figure out how useless most how how girls really are. Yeah. Bro. And yep. the thing is, too, and we talked about this on our podcast. The dark side, guys, of dating girls like this is that you're going to have to deal with stuff like that, where it's like, let's keep it a stack. We know now probably 2020 hindsight that she probably got an invite from like someone on his entourage or whatever like that yep. to get a better seat, probably backstage passes and then get invited to the party. And we all know what happens to these, uh, you know, at these artist parties after. Woo! So it's like, you know, NDAs and all that stuff, which we don't have to go into detail here. But this is what comes with dealing with very attractive girls where they're going to leverage their beauty to get resources and experiences from other men even at the cost of potentially their own relationship, because a lot of girls want to have their fun right now. They don't yep. really care about the future or anything else like that. If you guys don't believe me, look at how OnlyFans has exploded. How many girls are into like, you know, doing the ethot thing with Twitch and showing their body off to make money. A lot of girls don't understand that they're basically fixing their financial problems with long-term, like short-term gains right now mm-hmm. to long-term problems later, 10, 15 years from now, when the guys find out you are an OnlyFans, oh, I'm, I ain't going to commit to you. But they're not going to find that out now because it's like, oh, life is lit. And on top of that, I feel like society incentivizes women to do this, the sexual liberation, but doesn't tell them the negative consequences because at the end of the day, the men are the market. Yep. The men decide if you get a relationship or not. But society tells women, you're fine no matter how you are, and a guy will, will take you on, which is true. A guy will take you on. But the big caveat is, not the fucking guy that you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Nah, that's real. So that's real. Uh, we'll hit some of these super chats. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, two ninety nine. Uh, oh, okay. Little Mac. Uh, so true. Looks are not enough. Dated a banging ours broad, broad years Arts. ago. Great for six months. <laughs> then I learned it doesn't matter how hot a woman is. Eventually, you're going to get used to her look and want more. And the other thing, too. One yeah. of the top questions we get on the show when the girls ask us is, why do guys ghost? And I always have to tell them. Uh, it looks like when I'm talking, you guys should listen to it yesterday. I told them that you got to add value. You got to yep. be able to provide something else outside of sex. Look at the looks on a lot of those girls' faces, bro. It's like I'm talking Chinese to them. <laughs> Yo, like, adding value. What? I'd rather what date an adjustable seven, helps me with my business, than date a nine or ten. Because, bro, trust me when it's, bro. Yeah. That's a great story, wish, by the way. Yeah, that should be a video on your yeah, channel. Yeah, 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 that's that's yeah, a great yeah. one right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Avid Hiker, $10. Acquire currency, disregard women, keep up the great work, fellas. Absolutely, bro. Because yeah. when you acquire the currency, they're going to come inevitably. Uh, Aman Sharma, $10. Did you talk to the girl after the weekend's party? What was the conversation like? That's actually a good question. Oh. Yeah, man. I think for me, the biggest thing is that a lot of these women struggle with accountability. I went to I went to the video about that. That's one of that that's a trend. That's a that's there's certain things where I tell a guy. If you if you're looking to settle down, there are certain traits that are, that only a select amount of women have, and accountability is the is that one. To yeah. Say I'm yeah, wrong, yeah, I made a mistake, I did something wrong. But that girl, she didn't think that, she didn't think she did anything wrong. What are you talking about? I just went to the concert. What do you mean? You told me I can go. Oh, I, I just got caught like this. No, she's not gonna care. Yeah. And so I think sometimes what gets guys into some of this unhealthy red pill rage is because they want these women. To say sorry. Yeah. They want these women. A lot, I know a lot of guys right now are Facts. waiting for yeah. a girl to tell them sorry. Yeah. She's not going to tell She's you not sorry, gonna man. 
She's not going to apologize to you. She just like a child. Like she does not know what she did. She thinks that, oh, what do you mean? This is just what I did. And so for me, experiencing that was just, I've learned to not go for apologies. I've learned to understand that, hey, the reality of the matter is, is that some people just have no character. Mm -hmm. It's how they are. Yeah. It's just just how they are. And you can't change them. And and I'll take it a step further with my more controversial view is that women lack accountability because they're not built for it. Like I always say, men are taught, do what's right. Women are taught, do what's right for you Yeah. because they're innately solipsistic. They have to worry for themselves and their kid. And in being that way, they're incapable. Like, yeah, some of them have some empathy or whatever, but real talk, they don't really have empathy for men like that. Yeah, I, they don't. I, I argue that in 2021, the more attractive a girl is, the more men obviously are invisible to her. And then on top of that, the lower her default respect is for men in general. And make yeah. no mistake about it, guys. We talk about women not being accountable, whatever. Bruh, they're not even accountable to each other. Yep. I can't tell you mm-hmm. how many girls I know that will complain to me. Oh, my God. Uh, my friends, they flake. Blah, blah, blah. So annoying. That's why so many girls don't have a lot of female friends because yeah. they even know with themselves that they, that they can't really take them seriously with their word because women don't have an honor system like we do, guys. So if you're sitting there trying to get an apology, just like Hafiz was explaining, you're going to be tight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> also, like, with flaking as well, guys. Once again, don't get upset because, like, have you said, they don't, they're not going to say sorry to you. And once again, they have many options. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get butthurt about it. But guess what? You're not going to get a sorry from her because she has many options. E- mm-hmm. Even the most masculine woman that has, like, you know, character or, like, yeah. you know, these traits that are, like, you know, honest, integrity, whatever. When it comes to dating men, those things go out the window, guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to always look out for themselves first. So don't get mad when a girl flakes. And more importantly, just like Hafiz was saying, you can't get mad at women for not taking accountability. A lot of them just aren't built with it, bro. It's just not, it's against their nature to take accountability. Um, okay. Uh, we have two more. N- okay. Two more. Uh, we got, uh, now Ni- you fly 81. My God, the gems being dropped. I'm like a stripper. When a celebrity walks in all on the floor, picking them up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Adam, Alam O I I'm probably butchering that. Sorry. You say to bottle up feelings around girlfriend and women. I get it, but surely with mental health, that's unhealthy. And girls really, Sus, you hiding something? No. Okay, I'll answer that real quickly. Yeah. He's referring to me when I say, and, and I want to get your guys' take on this too. Um, I tell guys all the time, don't open up and be vulnerable with your girl. Mm-hmm. Don't tell her your problems, especially if they're financial. Anything that's going to like threaten security, you cannot tell her. And the reason why is because I say men live in a fact-based reality, whereas like women live in what I call a bizarre world. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is they don't really deal with consequences of their poor decisions up front. A lot of the time they deal with it years after the fact. But men... You deal with the consequence of that, that poor decision pretty much up front. And the reason why is because there's immediate uh, reaction from society to your bad decisions. For example, you're fat. You don't go to the gym. You don't exercise. You don't take care of yourself, whatever. Well, what's going to happen? Consequences, most girls are going to look your way. You're not going to be able to get that sexual access. And last time I checked, we're all here to get laid, right? So since there's consequences to you being a loser, men understand that there's a burner performance. <clears throat> Women don't. So to bring it back all the way full circle, guys, the reason why you can't tell her your problems is because she's not going to understand your problems because they don't live in the same reality as you. You need to tell these problems, that these masculine problems, to other men that are in a position to A, be in your shoes, and B, actually give you real advice. Because you can't ask someone who's never dealt with the adversity that you're dealing with for some type of advice. And worse yet, you're going to repulse the girl by giving her your problems because women are hardwired to look for security, guys. This is why they're innately solipsistic. This is why they go for themselves first. This is why they're so easy with flaking and moving on. If you look at women when they break up in relationships, they almost always have a guy set up and they're able to quickly transition to the next guy. Why? It's a protective measure to understand that, oh, if I uh, stick with this guy who's lower value, I'm going to go down with him. So Mm -hmm. I need to be able to move on. Since the beginning of time, when these dudes run around killing and pillaging, whatever, they killed all the men and they took the women. And the women had to learn very quickly, all right, these are our new conquerors. I'm going to move on with these guys. 
So understanding that women are professional monkey branchers, you can't sit there and give her uh, show your weakness. That's going to make you more uh, less attractive, guys. Yep. That's why you don't tell women your masculine problems because they're not built to handle it. You talk about that with guys that you trust. I don't know what your guys view on that. No, that's a very interesting view because yeah. I think it's something that we uh, we continue to talk talk about and like really dissect. I I do think that it's some level of you know if she needs some understanding that you you have to share. You may not share everything yeah. in full detail, mm-hmm. like you said. Cause I do think there's there's a part of a level where you, like guys will understand more, and mm-hmm. you go to deeper level understanding. Yeah. that you know that is sacred. Versus like sharing with like a woman, like, all right, this is probably what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I got it. I have a plan. I might be scared, but I'm doing this for us. Yeah. You know, it's okay to really say that and voice your opinion, especially it's a different level of a woman that desires you. She will respect that. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of times when we had these experiences with most of these women, these women were really, really into us like that. So it's easy for them to lose respect because, like you said, they're going after other guys. They are talking to other guys. They're comparing you, your dollar amount, how high, how, how, uh, your height, whatever, yeah. all those things. Yeah. But when you have somebody that has a ride or die, you know, and to me, it's also even a test. Are you still going to respect me? Are you still going to look at me the same? Are you either going to back me up even when you see me at my weekends? Mm. Because we're, we're talking about a lifelong commitment. We're yeah. not talking 10 years. We're not talking. We're talking forever. So I cannot guarantee that everything is going to be peaches and cream. But, you know. That I'm gonna work hard. You yeah. know I'm gonna provide for you. You know I'm gonna have your back. Yeah. But when I have weak moments, I need you to understand. And yeah. I need you to hear me. Yeah. Because, like I said, it's a lifelong journey. It's not. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So you'll disclose, but you'll disclose, but just not everything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. that's. I feel like that's what's best for me. I'm curious with how Fees thinks about it, but yeah, I think yeah. disclosing is is healthy. Yeah. For me, I I probably lean more towards Myron. I I believe that's extremely un- unhealthy. Um. To 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 want a woman to be a counselor. I yes. think, unfortunately, a lot of gr- guys grew up with mom and they grew up with mom and mommy. That was unconditional always, love. Yeah. Mommy mm-hmm. was taking Single care mom. of me. Yeah. And mommy, when I have a problem, I call my mom and da, da, da. So they look for a woman to be surrogate mother. Yeah. And I think that's extremely unhealthy. There's a, there's a pastor in, in, in Arizona named Pastor Mark Driscoll. And he, and he said something that was really profound to me. He said, a lot of men need a lightning rod. Mm. And a lightning rod is a purse that you can go to when the storms of life hit you, you can release on that individual. And so a lot of guys use their women for that. Yeah, you know, they use their yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is job is about to fire me. I need some help. And, then, and, they do, and that's wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because now what's happening is she's going to now feel like, oh, the masculine burden to solve this problem is on me. It's on her. Now yeah. I have to solve your problem. I have to fix you. I have to help you. I thought it's kind of like the deal was you help me. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I believe that as a man, you need to find a man yeah. to be that lightning rod. Yeah. I think That's you need to find a man to be that individual that you're you're sharing with or communicating with and you're you know exposing yourself to. I think that's the place. And then in regards to um what Chris said, I think sometimes if you're if you're a masculine man. You're gonna get complaints for a woman who says, yeah. "Why don't you open up?" You're mostly unavailable. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna complain about that. And so my philosophy is this: my philosophy is she she wants to she she Lois Lane liked Clark Kent when she found out he was Superman. Yeah, and Lois Lane stayed liking Clark Kent because he stayed being Superman. Yeah. So it's this idea where okay, you're this strong masculine person, and let's say she wants to know something going on in your life. You can open up in a moment. Yeah. 
Yeah, a yeah. little, maybe once every year, open up a little moment. Yep. You know, my dad passed and it's kind of difficult for me, but yeah, I'm yeah. doing always, but always open up with solutions. Yeah. Never open up where I'm looking for you to give me. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right. Agreed. Facts. Oh, Agreed. my dad, I'm going to therapy. Da, 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 da. I open up for a little bit. Boom. Now put back on that masculine thing. Yeah. So many guys want to sit and cry. That's yeah. what they want to do. They want to sit. They want to cry. They want to mope. They want the girl to help them and console them and rub their backs and you know, put, you know, all that. no, 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 no. So I believe if you're going, if if you're dealing with a woman who's complaining about that, you can open up seasonally with solutions. But as you open up momentarily, put back on that masculine cape and be Superman again. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. you got to be that rock. And we yeah. got the Godfather in the house, guys. <laughs> Yo, Kevin, man, hit me back. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, Kevin, hit me back too, bro. <laughs> he's curving all of us. No, yeah, yeah. Kevin yeah. Samuels in the chat, guys. Shout Go ahead and subscribe to Kevin. Yeah. Something, man. Yep. Uh, he's going to be here in Miami sometime. 76 live viewers, guys. Like the video, please. Guys, sub to the channel. We're almost at 70K. Get Watch us out. there. And also, subscribe to our brothers, the podcast. The roommates. Uh, you, the, the roommates. roommates. <laughs> I said the roommates. The brothers. <laughs> the, brothers, brothers the brothers podcast. No. Our brothers, our brothers, the roommates podcast, guys. <laughs> yes. uh, and hey. then also on Instagram, uh, H, uh, the roommates HCX, guys, yes, on Instagram. Lord. Okay. So, um, yes. Yeah, so thank you, Kevin, for coming on, bro, and exactly. uh, so, participating. So, you got another question? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, actually, I had a, a question. Now that we're talking about women, let's transition over. <laughs> So, uh, Hafiz, I know that you have uh, Hafiz Unfiltered, which I caught a couple of those, which is fantastic, yeah. which, by the way, guys, if you <laughs> if you want to check that out, women call in and ask uh, Hafiz questions. And, yeah. uh, and I remember one uh, story. I was actually in the gym. I almost dropped the dumbbell on my face <laughs> listening to it. This woman, like, strung this guy along on multiple dates, yeah. and she didn't give the box. <laughs> and then she called you trying to figure out. Like, why did he ghost me? Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you just, like, went off on her. I thought it was hilarious. Because I could see it brew. And I was like, oh, yeah. Then here we go. I'm like Birdman, uh, you know, um, rubbing my hands. Yeah. Um, what's that been like, man? And, like, advising women. Like, we try. We have girls on the show. And, we, you know, we, mm -hmm. we'll give them advice and tips every now and then. Yeah. But me and Fresh have found it incredibly difficult and annoying, which is why I give guys like you and Kevin Samuels a lot of respect because, bro, I can't deal with these chicks, man. Yeah. What, what's that like, dude, doing, running so that whole show? Let me tell you an interesting story. Uh, uh, in regards to our my development, the most pivotal moment happened in 2019 when we went on tour with Stefan Speaks, who's different than the, la the last two people I'm going to mention. Okay. But we went on tour with Stefan Speaks, Ace Metaphor, and Myron's favorite content creator on YouTube, <laughs> Derek Jackson. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to Derek Jackson. <laughs> Team Jackson. Team Jackson. So we, oh, Derek. <laughs> so we were on tour, and I kid you not, we probably met ten thousand women. Yeah, easily. Literally, city after city. We were in Toronto. We were in Arizona. We were in San Fran. We were in Memphis, and we met so many women on tour. And then when we were on tour, what happened was we would hear the same things over and over and over again. And no matter how many times the message was given, they would never receive it. Mm. And, and what I realized was there's a scene, and I, and I, and I use men as this example, but there's a scene on I Am Legend at the very end when Will Smith found the cure. Yeah. You know, and the girl is being able to breathe. And all of a sudden, the other, the king zombie bursts into the room yeah. and then he has to slam the glass. He's like, yo, I can save you. I can save." And he's like trying to tell the dude, I can save you because I have results that saved her and it can save you. But that zombie didn't want to listen. He just wanted to bang his head and yeah. bang his head mm -hmm. and bang his head. So what I've learned 
is that unfortunately, was one of the reasons why I put our feeds unfiltered on pause is that a lot of women are like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was wondering where they went, man. <laughs> yeah. they're, 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 they're like that. Miss Israel. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally not trying to learn. They're not trying to listen. There are tangible things that we have proven results, proven results that will get you the, the desires that you want, mm-hmm. but they refuse to accept those things. And so to me, that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned from doing the unfilters, being on tour. And this is why I personally don't do stuff for women. Shout yeah. out to the GOAT, Kevin Simmons. I love you, Kevin. You know, he's fighting the fight, bro. But, yeah. but, he's but, fighting but the to fight. me, it's like, I, I don't understand it because like, not that I don't, I don't understand how passionate this man is because I'm like, bro, like every day you're dueling these women. I'm like, yo, Kevin is a superhero because like I said, they literally don't want to learn. And that's why I believe the futures in men is always helping men. But if you try to just get these women to admit that they're wrong after 35, (laughs) 40 years of doing it their way, literally, I remember we were on tour and there was a woman who was 60 years old, oh, successful shit. and single. Mm. And she it 60? Got, yeah. Oh shit. It I've got so, it got so bad that this woman said she would have to pay her daughter to leave work so that they can go on vacation together so she wouldn't be alone. And she said that she wanted a man to be in her life. But the problem was, catch this. She said she didn't want somebody sleeping in her bed messing up her bed sheets. Wow. Are you dumb? that's what she said so when you have people like that it's kind of like this is how i envisioned it it's like imagine being a personal trainer and all your clients are in my 600 pound life that's what it's like giving women dating advice you are dealing (laughs) with the most difficult clients in the world it's gonna take you so much work energy and effort to get these people healthy and they don't want to do it themselves yeah night after night right when we do the, the late night show like, girls will hear what we're saying, right? Like, all oh, you told to Miss Israel. And after that show, they're like, oh, thank you so much for the information. And then you look, <laughs> you look at the Instagram stories. Nope. They're doing the same thing again. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what happens is when they come out multiple times, it kind of has like a, a piercing effect. We're like, you know what? Damn. That actually hit home with me. Yeah. Now, is it going to change them? Probably oh, not. Yeah. But at the same time, you're right. It's a never-ending battle. But to undo 40, 30 years or 20 years of, yeah. of madness, like guys always catering to them. Bro, it's gonna. Bro, be- it's already bad enough do, trying to like convince like these twenty year olds that are attractive and have the world at their Ooh. feet. Mm-hmm. Bro, what Kevin's doing with these older chicks that are stuck in their ways now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they've uh, developed these mm. habits that they ain't changing, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's why we tell guys a lot of the time you want to date younger women because you can mold them. Yes. you can help yes, become yes, that yes. leader. Versus like older chicks Chris, are gonna be like, nah. Can you bring up Kevin's chat real quick? Uh, yeah. The one um, April. Yeah, okay, yeah. Chris is looking for that. Um, but yeah, no, man. Yeah. I, like, dude. So, so you had to pause it just because you realized, like, yeah. they don't want to be saved. Yeah, it was. So, <laughs> so my thing with Hafiz unfiltered was it was two things. It was one that, um, in regards to, um, it was not not just women. I was mm-hmm. doing men and women. That thing that was a un- uniqueness for. It. And it's funny because. We were actually doing that show a long time ago. We were originally on Twitch. What was it 2017? 2017. 2017. Oh, we were okay. we had a we had a we had an initial show on Twitch and boy it got crazy. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. It got crazy. It got, nice. it got some serious debates. All right, so uh, Miami. Okay, Kevin Samuels, Miami for uh okay, April 28th to May 2nd, we're Salt Bay and I will be going B, B for B. B. <laughs> yeah. Hey bro, no, that's awesome, dude. Uh yeah. Kevin, just hit us up. We we'll get you from the airport, everything like that. You know how it is. Uh yeah. that's token E30, ten dollars, the best thing. 
we men can do is to build ourselves up by preparing backup plans via trades. I weld, build furniture, build computers, build cars, and well, masculinity lies in working with your hands. Yeah, man, nothing wrong with having a blue-collar job, but a lot of girls will look down upon you for that, which is stupid, right? But you know, yeah. they, but they assume, oh, you work with your hands, you don't make money, which is exactly. actually very far from the truth. Mm-hmm. A lot of very high-earning men that work with their hands. Um, road, uh, Bodebach, BX, $20. I'm Nigerian as well. Hafiz concert concert store hit me hard in the chest because I had a similar experience in my early twenties. Damn, I was cringing so hard. Bro. Yeah, I, it I, happens. I felt it come out like, damn it. There's a reason why these rappers, bro, talk about oh yeah, yeah. smash the dude's chick. Like they really be doing it, bro. <laughs> Facts. Uh, the ridiculously good looking guy, ten dollars. Girl asks for gas money every time she comes over for fun. I don't have a car. Is that paying for fun? Eh, I don't I know. Like, bro, like because if you Uber a girl, it's kind of. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. If I mean, you think it depends, about it. bro. Like, is that girl adding value to your life? You know, that's yeah. what you got to really ask yourself, and you know, see the cost, uh, cost of benefit analysis. Uh, anything else, Chris? Caught up? No, yeah, we're good. Okay, we're caught up. Okay, so uh, we're gonna do a late night show with some ladies. They're gonna be here shortly. Um, but oh, any- are we? Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything? Oh shit! Oh, any- <laughs> oh shit! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Um, so you guys are welcome to come through again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, I was just here, like party after. Yeah, Sorry, and then party after. Um, but I guess the last thing I was gonna say was, um, and I know you guys are cool with, with Derek's. This, it, what I'm about to say, guys, in no means uh, represent represents what the podcast, <laughs> the roommates think about. Uh, this know, our opinion. This, this our opinion. This is my opinion. This is why I think Derek Jackson is a genius. Yeah. Because he saw the gap in the market. That okay, listen, women don't really like hearing the truth about their deficiencies when it comes to dating. I'm just going to tell them what they want to hear and I'm going to get the bag. And real talk, I don't knock him for that. It's just that he got caught. But you know what yeah. I'm saying? It is what it is. But um, yeah. I think he was a genius for understanding, okay, these chicks don't really want to hear the truth. They just want to hear comforting lies. Her, him, Oprah, Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, etc. These guys have made millions upon millions of dollars lying to women. Because what do I always say on the show, bro? When you lie, women buy, bro. That's, yep. the, that's the reality. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 100%. So, um, guys, any closing thoughts? What are you guys' views? Uh, as far as what, this, yeah, just I mean, on, uh, how was the show? How's the you know any closing statement? You know, what? I want to say this, right? Okay, what is your point of view? Was we'll just, just close with this on men dating in the current marketplace? Is oh, it worth shit. it? Is it is okay. it is it a waste of time? Like, what's your view on dating in the current marketplace? Yeah, I think I think it's not worth it if you're not where you want to be. At. Okay, mm-hmm. so you it's really you got to have self awareness, and I think it's a time where you can meet people and actually go out and meet girls. But that should not be your main priority. Yeah, and the actually. more you put the work in on yourself, into your business, into bettering everything in life, the women would naturally come. But if you put those women first, it's 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 going it's just not going to last. It's not going to be worth it at the end of the day. So I think that most of these guys just need to just put their head down, focus on what they need to do. You know, have fun. Cause I'm not saying that you can't have fun. Yeah. You know, like you know, you yeah. get your work done and have a good time, but do not put your whole soul, all your resources, and spend your last dollar on these women. Facts. It's it's a broken system. It would never satisfy. And I think once you find your purpose and you get on that, you will see all those things that just fall to Man, anyway. that was beautifully said, bro. That was well best, said, man. Yeah. I feel like I was a preacher if I said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no. So for me, like I said, I come I come into the space a bit differently um, because I I definitely believe in marriage personally. Mm-hmm. You know, me personally, I will never have my children raised by a baby mom. Oh, I will yeah, never nice. allow my children to be raised in a woman's house. I just think that's crazy. I think for people to believe that's a solution for men moving forward, that's impossible. Yeah. End of the day, we, we need it. We need a new generation of men. 100%. We all are going to have to be fathers. And I hope every single man has the ability to raise his son the way my father was able to raise me. And so to me, in the current dating market, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate, man. Mm-hmm. It, it is terrible. Um, 
you know, not just in regards to women, but also for men. Yeah. It's the way they've been conditioned, mm. the way they've been made weak, the way that the masculinity is lost. Excellent. And so for me, Chris is 100% true. What you teach on your platform, what we teach on our platform, men have to improve themselves. Yeah. Become yeah. No the way best around person it, themselves. No yeah, way don't, around don't, don't, don't complain. Level up. It is what it is. Yep. And so to me, I just really believe that you got to be wise, especially when you're choosing a woman. And the reality of the matter is, is that I know so many guys are afraid of women leaving them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think a lot of guys are afraid of. Even that girl asked you that yesterday. Yeah. And you gave a great response. Yeah. I'm not worried about her leaving because I know that she ain't. Yeah. Yep. So and, and I'll close with this story. One of our one of our friends, um, he uh He's a multimillionaire, super successful guy, probably dating one of the hottest chicks in the world. Mm. And and I always ask him, I was like, bro, man, like, what is that like? Because, you know, like not saying these guys are in their DMs anymore, but you have guys like Bieber. You know what I mean? You have guys like billionaires, like real billionaires. You know, yeah. we got the guys like Drake, like people talk about what if my girl sees Drake, not his girl is yeah. Drake is in. She shows him the DMs. Mm-hmm. And then he's like but I'm not afraid. And I was like, why is that so? Mm-hmm. And he's like, one, because if she leaves me, she loses. Thanks. She loses. Mm-hmm. And not only that, if she leaves me, I got 50 more waiting to take her spot. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And so I think, I think Myron's hundred percent right. If you're going to get married, be wise about it. You know, I highly advise marriage contracts where you can be able to have things where you understand mm-hmm. that if you want to leave, you leave with nothing. You know, you have to be able to be wise as a man if you're going to engage in that and protect yourself and protect your also your children. The idea, also make it clear that, hey, if you want to leave, you can't take no kids. You legally have to sign to that. And so to me, my, my, my belief is as a man, when you build your kingdom, she has to join your program. Mm. It's my rules. Yep. If you don't sign this deal, Chris will. Yeah. If you won't sign this deal, Myron will. Like, so the idea is as a man, you have to be that kind of individual yeah. and you set the relationship on your terms. Exactly, I think yeah. so many guys, and you know, I read a lot of the literature and, and I read a lot of the discussions. They hate the laws and the laws are horrible. They hate the rules. So I believe every man, you better make your rules. Yeah, make you them. have your lawyers, you have your contracts, you have these things signed in paper, you make your rules. And if she does not sign up, yeah. if she does not agree to every last law of the land, she is banished from the kingdom. Exactly. Straight up. And so to me, that's the uniqueness when I believe in the dating market is that you only settle down when you find a woman who's willing to submit to you in every single way and she's willing, not not argue, I'm not arguing with you back and forth, but she's willing, eager, and passionate and desires you, then you can go Everything ahead. else falls into place. Then it falls into place. And that answers the question from earlier because one guy asked, hey, with as a high-value guy, can you cheat or whatever it may be? And the answer to that, guys, is if you're high-value enough, you can do what you want. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Every man is different. Like I always say there is no cheating. It's just you stepping out every now and then and dealing with girls because the way men cheat versus how women cheat are two different things. That's another conversation. Mm. But at the end of the day, guys, it's your world. So if you want to be able to have multiple girls or whatever, if you are high value enough, she will share you, bro. And also don't settle. Like a lot of guys, I feel like they settle. Even me, I married a single mom. I settled, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't know my value until I became a better person. I became, had more money. So at some point, guys, you're going to be at bottom low, low level. But guess what? If you work on yourself and you become high value for yourself, whatever that means, then you're going to get better results, better girls, and just give it time because you can't rush the process. Like your time comes when your time comes. It doesn't come like in a year, two months, just because you see us living life or you see them living life. doesn't mean it's going to happen right away. But just understand as a man, the older you get, 
the more you put in the work, the better results you're going to get regardless. Bang, yeah. bang. Um, any yeah. last chats there, Chris? Or No, we're good. All right, guys. Cool. Uh, just stay tuned. We'll be back on there in a little bit, guys. Yep. Uh, we've got a late night show, apparently. So uh, get on Patreon. Get on Patreon.com slash FreshFit. And more importantly, subscribe to the Roommates yep. YouTube channel, The Roommates, and also follow them on Instagram, Roommates uh, HTX. Okay, guys? And we'll see you guys back here in a little bit. Peace. Peace.